Hey guys and girls, welcome to the TSD cast with me, you and Pitt, and Neil Burton, and, and Sophie Evans, and we're here to entertain you this week. Yay! Oh, it's also for the Trinity of Wales St. David thingy pop. Hi. Hi. That was Sophie having a coffin fit. Sorry. Yeah. She's the woman. The woman. Just in case you, you're Just getting in case confused. Just you can't tell the difference between my voice, you and O'Neill's. Not yeah. my voice. I mean, I can understand like me and Neil like getting confusing our listeners. Yeah. We have the same tonal range. We have the same tonal range. Yeah. And almost the same accent. Do we? Really? No. <laughs> 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 he says, that there and then... <laughs> Uh, calm down. Right, uh, so what have we got in store t- this podcast? Uh, this podcast we have Richard Haynes, because in Easter special we have someone talking about sheep. Yay! Baby sheep as well. Sheeplings. Uh, and it, uh, well, we'll save that for later, yeah? Yes. Okay, and that's a dream job, is it? Yeah. All right, well, I'm intrigued. Okay. And uh, what else have we got coming up, Sophie? We've got um, five best websites to steal your time. Awesome. Is our website one of them? No, sorry. Neither <laughs> is Facebook. Ah, oh, interesting. I, I look forward to that. Um, I've I've found a track by a, a young uh, artist as well that, that it's going to rock blow your minds. So I'm uh, looking forward to playing that later. So uh, what else have we got coming up? News Blast. We've also yeah. got information about events coming up as well. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. About the return of the end squad, kind of. It's kind of-ish. Yeah. Well, it's just going to discuss it, really. Yeah. But basically, mm. uh, you've got some balls to look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of balls, uh, I hear that uh, people have been asking for more swearing in the podcast. Yeah, we uh, did a poll daddy feed, uh, for poll feedback thing, and uh, these three things came back. Oh, uh, if if our listeners want to do the poll, is yeah. it still up there? Yeah, you can get through it on our Facebook, on uh, Twitter, and on our webpage. And, and obviously, if you try and contact us, we will read everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we and are, take we, it we, very we, seriously. We've read the comments so far. I mean, the first thing, obviously, that we came across was the demand for more swearing. We've had someone come on and say that they think we should swear on the podcast. Yeah. So we can't actually swear technically. So the idea no. is, well, we've. Um, so, what is a female dog? You in? Uh, it's a bitch. Okay. Yeah. And uh, what is a uh, male hen? Yeah. yeah, so there you go. That's some swearing, but in, in inverted swearing. Poppycock. Poppycock, yes. Uh, funk. Funk. Cult. Knockhole. Knockhole. Um, any more? Nah. Knob. Of butter. <laughs> An illegitimate child is. Bastard. Yeah, see? Uh, door knob. <laughs> um, uh, we could do that for hours. Yes, yes. But that's that's your swearing for this week at least. Yeah, that's that's enough now. We've done that. That's Calm down. Um, what's, what else did they ask for? More of, oh yeah, more Sophie. That's mm. the other feedback. If someone had just won someone's comment in the feedback session, what they'd like is more Sophie. So, uh, which is kind of strange considering last week, uh, Sophie did the introduction for the podcast. She had her own section from the podcast, and she was in for the rest of the podcast. Uh, the only way you could avoid Sophie on this pod- last week's podcast was by going to either the news section, which is only 60 seconds long or less, or you in the music section, which is which you only talks for three minutes in, unless Sophie's singing along with the band. And, of course, Sophie doesn't sing. Yeah. No, she doesn't. Or talk much. No. I kind of watch and supervise and, I suppose, 
Like a nanny. <laughs> yeah, it's like looking after two children. <laughs> we can't we can't make a talk more. That's 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 verging on slavery. Right. Well, we 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 will make a talk more. That will come up later. So that's something to look forward to. Oh joy. And uh, I look forward to hearing what events we've got in uh, our wonderful part of the world. But until then. Until then, news blast, 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 blast. Sixty second news blast. Comedian Stephen Fry said that he is prepared to go to prison over the Paul Chambers Twitter joke trial. He retweeted the original joke despite facing prison. TSDCast will not repeat the joke because we do not want to go to prison. Programming forces in Libya have been accused by a human rights campaign group of using cluster bombs, which are banned by more than 100 countries. Libya is one of the states that has not signed the convention along with countries such as the US, Israel, Russia and China. A teacher won £200,000 compensation after slipping on a grape. He hurt his back ending his career. Archaeologists will continue the hunt for a legendary Victorian circus elephant, even though a dig in a beer garden in Trigaram failed to unearth clues. Speaking after the five-day dig at a pub, the archaeologist from the University of Wales, Trinity St. David, told the BBC Wales news website, we found no signs of the elephant, so the mystery continues. Uh, so where did we get the source for the grape story? Because that seems a bit odd. It was a grape story. <laughs> um, I think we got it from the Daily Mirror, in which I had very little information with the no name of the person, no name of the school, um, didn't even tell us where it is. So thank you, Daily Mirror. So it's just literally, they literally said in the paper, a man has slipped on a grape and is demanding compensation. What, a teacher? No, exactly. received compensation. Received well, yeah. compensation. Man, man slipped on grape, received nearly, a, what, a fifth of a million. Uh, you've experienced a certain amount of slippage in work, haven't you, Ian? I've, I've slipped on my bum before. We've discussed this. Yes. You can find this on iTunes in uh, the Lampod if you uh, <laughs> find out the previous podcast we made for the University of Lampeter. Uh, was this before the merger? It must have been before, yeah, before yeah, the merger. Yeah, yeah. So we yeah. Lampard. But uh, now, of course, we uh, service both the students of Lampeter and the students of Carmarthen, like a big... Cuddly blanket. Cuddly blanket, yeah. Enjoy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, m- moving on from there, um, I'd, I'd, I would now like to uh, formally introduce uh, the next section. Uh, Sophie, do you want to do, do the introduction? Oh, no, you're in it. Let's, I'm in it. Yeah, you're in it. Oh, that's that's a good enough introduction, isn't it? Sophie's in it, so stay tuned. More procrastination for you, lovely lot. When sitting in the library, instead of typing my disc, I end up surfing the web for hour at a time. So here are my top five websites designed to steal time. Oh, and just to let you know, Facebook will not be mentioned, as it isn't really procrastination anymore. More a way of life. Number one, stumble upon. If you've not seen this yet, where have you been? Essentially, you flick through the internet as if you were the TV. At the beginning, you fill your interests in from a list, and then you click stumble at the top of the screen and you're away. There are some truly random pages out there. Click away. Number two, Newgrounds. Newgrounds is a website full to the top with flash games and videos. You do have to go through a few bad games made by followers of the website, but there are some fantastic click and find games worth playing. Number three, Sporkle. This one I came across while using Stumble. It's basically a quiz website. You can fill in the lyrics or name all the characters from Family Guy in alphabetical order. The clock at the corner encourages you to do it as fast as you can, and it's very addictive. You might even learn something. Also, as you're typing, it looks like you're doing work in the library. Number four, Explosive Net. Need I say more than cyanide and happiness? The two sarcastic comic book stars are often killing each other or standing there naked. Updated daily, more or less, it's well worth a read. I'm currently going through the archives and loving it. Last but not least, crack.com. Curse whoever introduced me to this website. It's full with useless lists that teach you useless things that you will only ever need to know in a pub quiz. With articles such as five commercials that prove TV advertisers have given up and the seven most baffling things ever discovered in the human body, how can you not read stuff like that? I do warn you, though, 
If you go on there, you will lose a day of your life. I'm sorry, Kate. Someone who is sitting next to me currently reading it for the first time because of me. Yeah, sorry about that. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. You got an issue? Yeah. Um, my problem with at the moment with most networks, I know you say like your Facebook is out because it doesn't waste so much time, and obviously, but a lot of the websites are becoming like carbon copies of Facebook in that kind mm. of style, or they're all linked with Facebook. And yes. I know you, you, you like this thing, don't you? And you like the idea of because it makes it easier for you to sign up for stuff. Uh, yeah, I love it. I love <laughs> it that I can just log into anything instantly and sign up for it with Facebook. But it, it annoys me. It's so much less hassle. I think I, that it annoys me because like anything you do it gets posted on Facebook. Is like like you can just listen like it, it, um, well, uh, actually it's MySpace that annoyed me because it's just listening to a song and the so all the songs I was listening to came up. Yeah, you don't like MySpace, do you? No, no. It's, I don't well, think many people do anymore. <laughs> I had a MySpace. Yeah, I've still got them. I've still got a MySpace. I've still got yeah. one as well. And yeah. I've got, no, I won't say that. No, well, that's what well, that's when um, Bebo. Well, a Bebo. You got a Bebo. I never had a Bebo. I don't know what Bebo is. I looked at Bebo and I thought that looks like a mess. <laughs> it is a mess. I still have I still have a Bebo account, but it is about five years old. Yeah. It's from when I was it's, sixteen. It's really messy as well. It's like, it's like you can literally just hack it so easily. Hey, or, have you guys got like a Tumblr? No. no? What, what, how do you use Tumblr? I don't understand. I don't even know how to use Twitter either. I've got like, Twitter. I, tw- Twitter, <laughs> not Twitter. Twitter. See, I don't even know what it's called. But I've I've got one, but I don't know how to use it. Oh uh, yeah, I was going to ask you about that. What am I doing? With tw- what am I doing wrong with Twitter? What are you doing wrong with Twitter? Yeah, I post the thingies and then I don't know if anyone's replied to me. I don't know how to read it. How do I don't know if someone said, like, at me? Oh, right, okay. Well, uh, if you go on... I mean, this is just tech support, isn't it? <laughs> if, if you go on uh, the, the home page of Twitter when you can see the feed and stuff, yeah. uh, there's a bar and under the, uh, like on, the, on the top of the feed where you can uh, click on uh, tweets that you've been mentioned in or retweets really? and that sort of stuff. It's that yeah. easy. It's that easy. Oh, man. It's, it's, just, it's, it's the same, like... Uh, yeah, like early... Uh, like, uh, uh, the other day you were getting really confused with MySpace trying yeah, to figure out yeah. how to message people and well, stuff the thing is if, if anyone's been tweeting the part of the TSD cast or myself I'm very sorry have <laughs> uh, you just been not been able to work it out I, I, no I've just been not being paying attention to them. I've, been, I've been technically ignoring them yeah well you get an email anyway yeah so everything's linked to your email if, and then it, to Facebook yeah if you get a message from Facebook it'll turn up in your emails won't it oh god yeah, and then and then if you get a message from oh no because you you use a uh, an email address you don't well uh, have pass it to. <laughs> to no that's just the one that's just the MySpace one that's it's your dad's email isn't yeah, it yeah that's defunct on that one though that's that's, that's just just the MySpace who uses MySpace Jesus you sound like an old man I am twenty five I'm oh. twenty five this year yeah guess how old I am this year two yeah T twenty one yes I am yeah <laughs> you doing anything special um I don't know yet. People are planning and not telling me things. Oh, it's, it's it's the last big birthday for a while, isn't it? Well, until 50. Really? Until 50? No one, yeah, cel- no, one cel- no one celebrates 30 in your family or anything in between. No. What, 40? <laughs> no. Really? They, they just wait till you've lived most of your life and then yeah. celebrate it. <laughs> well done. We never thought you'd make it this far. <laughs> yeah, my mum had a really good party for her 40th. Yeah. And most of my family just go, no, it's not happening. We're not 40. Yeah. Why? But why are they happy to be 50, but not 40? I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's when the drugs kick in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fantastic. 25's kind of a milestone. Yeah. Quarter of a century? Yeah, yeah. So, sort of. Together you've lived 50 years. <laughs> 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 We're gonna, you join it together even and have a 50th? 
Then Sophie would actually buy us a present. I'm starting to understand um, your parents' dislike for celebrating their old birthdays. <laughs> I know, I, I, I'm, I'm going to love it. Because when, uh, when, you, when you hit 30, yeah. people kind of just listen to you no matter what you say because you're an adult. Well, actually, when you think about it, right, men get better looking, don't they? Do they? As they get older. Yeah, they I get, think like, so. I think so. They get more distinguished, yeah, you know? They get, the grey hair, the, the yeah. speckled grey hair. I still look twelve. We're, we're, yeah, well, you'll you'll grow into yourself. You'll be a, you'll be a, you'll be a handsome fifty year old. But like, so like that mean women get like look worse. As yeah. Great. Yeah, you, you're gonna hit your peak like this year. And then it's just <laughs> downhill then. Thanks for that. In fact, you might have hit your peak already. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> Sorry for Wasn't that kind of a backhanded compliment? No, 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 probably not. It means I look great now, but in, yeah. about, in about two years I'll look shit. Sorry about swearing again. <laughs> Thank you, Ewan. That's all right. Uh, I'm here to how make to people feel better. Co- how, how to alienate your co-presenters just with Ewan Pitts? Dream <laughs> <laughs> jobs. This week on Dream Jobs, we're talking to Ardman animator Richard Haynes. Okay, when did you realise you wanted to be an animator? Well, I had an idea as. As a child, I wanted to get into something related to it, mainly because I used to draw a lot. I knew I was heading that way anyway, but I didn't know for certain until I started my degree, really. You know, art, art and design was my best subject at school, really, and just because of the drawing. And then on the degree, I specialised in 2D animation, so I, I studied all the basic principles in that medium. Yeah. Did you do stop-motion animation in the degree, or was it um, something that came after after university? sort of came after, really. I, I did play with stop-motion a little bit, but... Um, Mainly the degree focused on 2D. Uh, your dissertation was an animated musical piece. Do you want to explain how you came up with that idea? Yeah, of course. Sort of halfway through our second year, we were told, you know, we had to start thinking about, thinking about ideas for our third year films. And, um, and at the time, I was actually sent away to Hungary. I was doing a work placement for three months there. Mm. Um, and it was out there that I actually got the idea. And it's, it's kind of because I, I knew I wanted to do, to do something with music. That's always been a big passion of mine, to, to visualise music. And yeah. um, I had a lot of uh, mini discs with me. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. Um, I used to I used to listen to them nearly every day, sort of trying to get inspiration. And um, it was quite a vast collection, anything from pop music to classical. So I was trying to get inspiration with by listening to all different types. And then this particular piece of music, I, I'd known anyway. I knew it quite well. And um, so I I wanted to concentrate on the performance of the, this one character and try and be faithful to the music. Um, and so the, the storyboard just naturally progressed from there. You know, the, the music acted as the script, and the more I listened to it, the more I realised where camera cuts should be and, and certain actions that the character would do. Yeah. And it all, you know, fell together. After university, this is how you got into animation. Did you take the animation round to places and show it as a showcase, in a way? Yeah, kind of. I mean, but I was, I think I was quite lucky, really, because I, I got offered a job really quickly. I, I didn't... I didn't need to send it out to so many places. Um, The way it happened for me was um, I actually, I I knew I wanted to work for this particular company, which is Cosgrove Hall Films. Yeah. Um, That that had always been my childhood dream, really. And thankfully, it just just happened. You know, I I went to uh, Annecy, which is a really good festival, animation festival. Mm -hmm. Um, We were encouraged to go there every year. Yeah. And this particular year... um, there was one of the producers from Cosgrove Hall. He'd actually won an award for a, a series that he'd done. Yeah. And I was I was there at the awards ceremony on the last last day, and um, 
and I made the decision to go up and speak to him on, on the stage because it was quite nice. It was all formal at the end, so everyone yeah. could sort of mingle at the end. So I made a point of sort of going up to him and congratulating him. You know, I hadn't finished my degree at that point, and he said he said to me, "Keep in touch and um, let me know how it goes, and, and send me your film when you, when it's finished." So um, when when the films were actually finished, we had a screening in London. Yeah, we invited people from the industry to the screenings, and I actually invited him along, but I didn't think he'd come because. You know, he's, he's in Manchester and it was in London. It was quite a trek. But, yeah. Um, I had a nice surprise when I turned around and he was right behind me. All oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's really cool. <laughs> I did there. And that's when he offered me a job as a stop-motion animator. Is that how you moved on to Ardman eventually? Yeah. Um, basically, I, I remained with Costco Fall for five years in the end without any break in contracts. So it was a really good load, load of work there. I got a load of good experience. Worked on about five or six different series in that time. So, uh, I mean, Postman Pat was the last show we worked on. Yeah, and, um, yeah. So when Costco 4 finally ended, I was my final three months there was spent as a core creative team member trying yeah. to come up with ideas and things. But when that ended, thankfully, I got a job at Chapman um, on the latest series of Fifi and the Flower Tops. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, and that, that was from November 2008 up, up until uh, April 2009. And... Um, Arvin were basically offered me a, a trial on Sean the Sheep. So what's it like um, animating Sean? Uh, it's definitely a lot more about performance because there's no dialogue. Um, yeah. So you're totally concentrating on the acting and the, and then Sean's great because it's all slapstick comedy. So, yeah. Um, all the other shows I've worked, worked on were all driven by dialogue and, and were aimed at preschool children whereas Sean the Sheep is more of a universal show. Yeah. I suppose this way you got to give you get to give Sean a lot of his personality. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, you can really concentrate on what each shot is all about, and and obviously there was plasticine as well, which I hadn't worked with before, so that slowed things down a lot. Yeah. So you occasionally you have to do a bit of sculpting between the frames. There must be still be something very satisfying about making it that way, though. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I think that's that's what keeps me motivated anyway. Yeah. Do you enjoy watching your own shows? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I can't bear to look at my really early stuff now. Yeah. Um, Particularly, I mean, Little Robots was the first show I worked on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of my animation from that is just, I think it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, it's, 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 it's good that I've you know, learned from my mistakes and you know, I've improved with each show. And, and yeah. now I'm on this feature film now. It's, it's we're working title is Pirate, but yeah. trying to come up with a better name for it. Do you have any advice for aspiring animators? Yeah, just stay positive and keep, keep animating and... and be open-minded, because I wanted to do TV, but somehow I got into stop motion. <laughs> but with me, it's, in my case, it's because I followed what my heart wanted. Yeah. Uh, I knew I wanted to work for this particular company, and I think if you've got a, a real aim and you want it that much, then it will happen, because yeah. you'll naturally do everything you can to make it happen. That's it this week for Dream Jobs. If you'd like to see more of Richard's work, you can go to Art Man Animations or Sean the Sheep. Yeah, so that was Richard Haynes with a stop-motion animation. Uh, I don't want to say good job because it's just going to boost your ego. <laughs> the ever-growing ego. Yeah, you'll just, oh, you'll just no go ego. out of control. And also, I don't think people want to just listen to this, just us patting each other on the backs going, oh, that was a good segment, that was a good segment. So maybe after my segment, you can all say how rubbish it was. Okay. okay. So you'd start a band or record yourself in your bedroom messing around, then you'd make copies. Before the internet, it might have been a tape cassette, then a burnable CD, then MySpace. 
If you wanted a wider audience, you might send a demo to a radio station, or if you wanted to discover new music, you'd ask your friends. What's the next step in music distribution? The new music I've been listening to and discovering lately has come from a variety of sources on the internet. Pure Volume, One Track Mind, SoundCloud, 8Tracks, Last.fm, Pandora, and of course Spotify are all great examples. The great thing with most of those is that there are free downloads available for fantastic new bands. But my current favourite music website is the 61.com, all one word, where you can find a variety of new bands instantly, all different genres. To be truthful, the website is probably too simple, in that finding specific genres is difficult. But being an open-minded person, I am happy to let all kinds of music wash over me and influence my taste. The 61 can also be very useful for young filmmakers, as several of the artists will offer downloads with a free Creative Commons license, so you'll be free to use it as you wish in your film or on your website or however you see fit. The other useful thing is you can log in using Facebook, saving you having to go through an arduous and irritating sign-up process. If you're as lazy as me, then you'd probably be grateful for the infinite uses of having a Facebook profile that links an infinite amount of websites together. This week's mp3 was one example of the 61.com springing a surprising and delightful song on me. It's by a Canadian artist called Sunreal, that's S-O-N-R-E-A-L. You can find him on Facebook and MySpace, give him some love and enjoy this track. It's called One of Them Days. Man, I woke up this morning and I walk outside. Ain't a damn thing changed, but yo, I don't know why. Everything don't feel the same no more. Nah. Things don't feel the same no more. Short a couple bucks for the bus, just quit my job and dump my girl. Don't give a fuck now, that's how I feel. I'm having a bad day, that's for real. Stuff my new nights on some dog shit up in my lawn. Spill coffee on my shirt, don't feel too fly now. Nah, not today. Man, why's this gotta happen to me, yeah? Yeah, I woke up this morning, shit, I'm late for work Got a job that I hate, plus my boss, you jerk Third time this month, I thought Monday was Sunday So I jumped out my bed into my nights and started running to the bus, man Five blocks later, check my pockets, what the fuck, man? Got no money for a ride, just my luck, damn Now I'm stuck on the other side of the city Looked up, the sun shining, I decided I'm quit how did it take two breaths and then my phone starts ringing? I pick it up and it's my girl, she start bitching. Accusing me of cheating, I said, you know what I said? I said, fuck you, I'm leaving, I don't need this. You don't believe me, you won't see me this evening, this is how I'm feeling. Click, conversation over, so I started whistling the blues, man, this was the tune. Finally, I arrived at the crib. Jumped up my front steps, and what I do, I put my shoe on some dog shit. I don't even own a dog, but if I see that motherfucker, I'ma put my boots to him. Man, another brand new pair of shoes on. I guess it's just another one of them days. But God, why you test me this way? I just wanna see my boots and start singing the blues. Man, man I woke up this morning and I walk outside. Ain't a damn thing changed, but yo, I don't know why. Everything don't feel the same no more. Nah. Things don't feel the same no more. I'm short a couple bucks for uh. the bus, just quit my job and dump my girl. Don't give a fuck now, nah, that's how I feel. Having a bad day, that's for real. Stuff my new nights on some dog shit up in my lawn. Spill coffee on my shirt, don't feel too fly now. Nah, not today. Man, why's this gotta happen to me? Yeah. 
Well, you know, I, the bit I, I did enjoy was uh, when the music kicked in and you were doing some freestyle on the top of it. I thought that was quite good. But the rest of it was just talking, really, wasn't it? I thought it was very poorly edited, to be I honest. I think it was a bit rushed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> almost, like, almost like you didn't have an MP3 ready. Oh, come on, the, the song was good. Almost like you wrote it about two oh. minutes ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I did. <laughs> but that, that's the good thing about the internet. Everything's instant, isn't it? Yeah. I don't have to prep for months. I can just find someone in two minutes. And I've found a pretty good track, I think. The track's uh, good. That's, uh, he's an artist to uh, <laughs> you know, keep an eye on in the future. He did that, to be fair, the music was good. Yeah, the music was good. And also, if you check out his MySpace, yeah. I, know, I know you probably wouldn't want to, Neil. Uh, what? Well, you can check out his Facebook. What is that, um, that personal dig at me for? Because you hate MySpace. But oh, basically, oh yeah. oh, uh, if, if you just... Listen, I hate rap music. You can just look up Sunreal and, and he's got loads of awesome stuff. Yeah. Oh, that was one of his poorer songs, to be honest. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It was great. You know, you listened to it. You loved it. It's good. We all we all voted. We all liked it. Right. So uh, it's coming towards the end of the show, I think. Yeah. It is, and we haven't um, mentioned anything about events. Oh. Oh well. Um, this is the bit that everybody's probably been looking forward to. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> right. Okay. So what's happening, Neil? Well, the we received information from the student union about the Mabel. Uh, it's the biggest event of the year. There's three stages of music. There's four to six bars. The drinking at the place that I can't say. What's the name? Where's the location? You? Uh, Pontrid Vendigate Pavilion. Uh, which is on the 6th of May. The tickets are 40 quid, but they've also got stuff like uh, an oxygen bar and a pedi- pedicure fish tank and stuff like that. So it's it's going to be really, for a Lambda President's Ball, technically, it's going to be a really good... Yeah, and there'll be over six bars and a full-size fairground. Yeah. So that's pretty amazing, yeah, isn't pretty it, cool. really? Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, I know. I can't wait. And and also you've yeah. got... Um, Pendulum are doing a DJ set, which will be awesome. Yeah, and uh, you've got that guy who did that song. Yeah, him. Uh, just be good to green. Oh, ooh. And you've also got um, Pigeon Detectives. <laughs> that's Professor Green I was just doing then. Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, some, some pretty good, well, really good bands as well. Yeah, so. it is. I'm well looking forward to it. I mean, there's no excuse not to go, really, because when you think about it, your student loan's going to come in. And Other than the fact that it's two weeks before my dissertation's in, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't want to say it's poorly timed or anything. No. No, because... A lot of... Um, it's, it'll be a good... good uh, like, everybody's loans have just come in. It's a good yeah. way to let off steam. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah what's happening with the Carmarthen Ball? Do you know? Uh, that's not happening till uh, June or July, I don't think. I think they're doing it at the tour around the graduation time. All right, so it'll be probably straight after graduation. Yeah, yeah. So after everybody's graduated, they've got the certificates or yeah. they're breaking up for the summer and they want to see their friends and stuff and have one last shindig, uh, they've got an opportunity to have a, a fantastic ball. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty cool as well. Mm. Both balls are equally good. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. There we go. That's gonna please our demographic. Yeah, I'm glad we uh, brought up the events because I was, I was honestly, I was just gonna forget about them. Yeah. It's a good job I have a memory. I mean, this is why I'm here. Yeah, well done, Sophie. Just to point out the things that everyone else forgets. Uh, I'm. Go- I think we should say goodbye. Okay. Right. Um. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna say first. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All go right. On. <sighs> okay. Take a big moment. <clears throat> goodbye. Goodbye. Bye bye.
Uh, now we can just carry on talking for a bit. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I almost stopped recording out. then. I thought, I, thought, I thought that was it. I thought you were. You thought no, no, you, no. I, we'll I, just carry on talking you, for you a bit. Quite, just, you do this to me sometimes. No, because what will happen you? is you'll turn that off and then I won't see you for two weeks. Okay. So, um, you know, let's <laughs> just sit here and have some fun. <laughs> have All a right. nice family get together. <laughs> Yeah, and anyway, we could fade this out. So you know, this this will uh, this will uh, this probably only serves to annoy our listeners. What are you playing with the microphone for? Yeah, you're just gonna make like you know how much noise that's gonna make. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> you just want to make irritating noises to annoy the listeners. Yeah. Yes, it's bad enough that we fade the end part out. Yeah, <laughs> they never. We we always say the most interesting things after that's faded out as well. Yeah, of course we do. Mm-hmm. No, we don't really. Don't <laughs> that's, that's an example right there. That's an example. Okay, we we're could just have... sit in an awkward silence until we see yeah. each other next. Okay, I'm going to ask an awesome question you, now. It's going to blow your mind. This is like the technically the bit you know you sit in a news news bulletins where the presenters are like talking to each other upon the paper, but you can't hear what they're saying. Yeah. So you, you, you don't know if they're actually being nice to each other or. What. Yeah, like that time when that uh, prime minister said something about a bigoted woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> something like that. Something that, like that actually happened. We're um, all we're <coughs> all smiling. We're all. <laughs> Uh, smile, smile, uh, shuffling papers and fade out. How <laughs> <laughs> uh, must be hard to do this Marty section? It's not like really serious news. Yeah, that'd be so horrible. Something, something, something like really bad's happened. And, and then, then they're, they're laughing they're, at the yeah, end. Yeah, they're like, ha, ha, ha. They look at the, the feel-good story we listened to. That, that kitten erased everything. That kitten <laughs> erased all my bad memories. Yeah. You hang in there, kitten. <laughs> a teacher who slipped on a grape. <laughs> um, glad that turned out all right. Uh, What's your awesome, awesome question? Uh, what, okay, what do you think of the new Duke Nukem that's going to be coming out? Oh, <laughs> long-awaited. Is it actually going to come out? I, yes, I, hey. I think I think they they've just they've, they've gone with the old style and everything, and I think it's gonna I think it's funny because it's just as camp as hell basically. <laughs> they, they, they've gone they've gone for like the the nineteen eighties action hero. They're thinking they've tried to make something too manly. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's gone it's good. They've swung it the other way. It's almost a gay parody of an action hero. Yeah. Are you looking? For, are you going to play it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For fun, just to see what it's I like. I just want to hear the one-liners. Yeah, yeah. But I can't remember the first one ever. Well, I can't. I was, I was a, I was a big fan of Duke Nukem when I was like twelve. Yeah. But I think it just appealed to me because it was like it was written for twelve-year-old boys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, when me and my mate used to play together, we used to take turns. One of us used to try fire the trigger, the other one used to do directions. It was really confusing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but we used to we weren't meant to be playing it. It was like a, his older brother.